Stampede. Garner isn't number eight. Dicen que por las noches no más se le iba en puro llorar. Dicen que no comía, no más se le iba en puro tomar. Juran que el mismo cielo se estremecía al oír su llanto. Como sufría por ella, que hasta en su muerte la fue llamando. Desdichada been restraining myself, holding back some of my opinions. And you people who have been listening to me know I'm sometimes less than delicate when describing what I think. I haven't committed to the very contentious contest between our two major political parties. 
where I come from, Chicago is a hotbed of politics. That is to say, people, as long as I can remember, were told to vote and do it often. That's not an attempt at encouraging Chicagoans to do their patriotic duty to vote. No, when I say vote often, I mean don't just vote once on election day. Use every possible means of identification to vote several times, even if the ID you present is of your deceased uncle that's been dead for 20 years. I was lucky enough to have seen Mayor Richard J. Daley several times at events in Chicago. I never saw his son when the King Pin passed away and Richard M. stepped into his father's shoes to keep the machine running. But Richard J. was a politician cut from the old cloth, and I'm not going to complain about him. I actually liked the guy, because when the boss got up to speak, it was like he spoke a completely different language than English. No, I liked him because he knew how to run a big city, even if the police knew how to knock a few coconut heads together. And when I look back, I can say Chicago was a good or bad city for people to raise their families in. Sure, there were a few anomalies, like parking tickets, having to pay cops some cash to look the other way, maybe police raids knocking down doors, and bone-chilling weather. No, I'm not one of those revisionists using spray paint to deface a significant bronze statue of Thomas Jefferson in one of Chicago's many public parks. No, I have respect for what artists do, even if their creations of national figures may have been slave owners. And I'll tell you why. Most people that would defile a work of art because they don't believe it fits in their idea of what is politically correct don't recognize their past. I don't believe Mark Twain's books should be banned. Cuando yo te daba gota a gota en la sangre de mis venas Tú me abandonaste dejando mi vida sangrando de amor Ahora para qué vienes a mí Ahora para qué Amor. 
riquezas Si allá en tu mundo no existe el dolor Que te den dinero Que te den riquezas y que alguien te compre un poquito de amor Demasiado tarde Because he used offensive language, which isn't politically correct today, I view vandals as true fascists. And most likely, many of those people who do those violent things probably are incapable of writing anything that's meaningful anyway. Most of them believe what's fed to them from their smartphones, thinking it's aesthetically valuable. You people might object to what I present in my stampede shows, what with explicit sexual stories, both of fantasies about robot sex in our future, and my own stories of my own sexual life when I was growing up. But I have good reason to do that. I'm telling you about sex, and maybe sex is at the root of what's been happening to us. Sex is making us do things we might not otherwise accept. A lot of people will do a lot to have sex, and some of it is abusive and downright violent and is offensive. I condemn violence in all of its forms. I used to be a lover, not a fighter, but nowadays I wouldn't describe myself as a lover. I'm more along the lines of a complainer seeing the stupidity of people. And when it comes to fighting, well, I blush at the very thought if I tell a dog to sit and it refuses to obey. No, I'm one to let things flow. I'd prefer a dog to sit in my lap while I tell you people what you've become. And people don't like that. They just want to avoid being inconvenienced. Well, let me tell you, morons out there, you're going to be inconvenienced. I mean mass migrations, and I don't just mean at our southern borders. People willing to risk everything to escape what's in their lives. Well, let me tell you something. If you think you don't want to be inconvenienced, you're in for a rude awakening. There are structural fault lines that are going to knock you out of your bed. Maybe you think you don't have to worry about that. Maybe you think you don't have to worry about our $22 trillion debt, our military all over the world.
paloma triste muy de mañana le va a cantar a la casita sola con las puertitas de par en par juran que ese paloma no es otra cosa más que su alma que todavía le espera que regrese la desdichada You know, if things are so good, we shouldn't have to worry about the food we eat, the air we breathe, the educational system in our schools, the daily violence playing out everywhere, or our gluttony, our greed, our shallow TV sitcom lives. Those things aren't going to allow you to be happy. Well, go right ahead. Go buy a lotto ticket. It could be your lucky day. But don't get yourself upset when you don't win. Because winning isn't in the cards for us. That's why I see what's missing in our lives. And why the show Garner Isn't tells about the future. Finding love and attention with an artificial intelligence called Triple G, a sex robot. Consumerism is bringing us to this place. Garner, why don't we ever go anywhere? What do you mean, Triple G? Don't you like the restaurants I take you to? Not really, Garner. Well, what do you want to do? What about packing up and heading down to Mexico? Huh. So you want me to take you down to Mexico? Como no? Está muy bonita. Well, yes, depending on what side of the barrio you live on. What do you mean? Well, Triple G, I lived in Mexico in 1967 to 68, before the riots in Chicago. What was safer, Chicago or Mexico? Hard to say, Triple G. It depended on what side of the street you stood on. But if you want me to drive you down to Mexico, I'll take you. Bueno, mi amor. Vámonos. Now, this is where I have to stop the show and tell you about a woman I lived with in Mexico for several months. And I might say, 
we had good sex together. She was from Great Britain, a graphic artist. And the only thing I remember about her work was that she colored all the blue meanies in the production of the Beatles animation movie, The Yellow Submarine. That's all she did. She was hired to just color all the blue meanies blue. And I can tell you whatever she did, she did with passion. And I've forgotten how I met her. But she moved in with me in a small town called Zapopan, about 15 miles out of Guadalajara, Mexico. I really loved the house we lived in, even the dirt road it was on. Zapopan was a poor Mexican village. I was recommended a house on a dirt road lined with ancient eucalyptus trees. And that's the house I rented for $30 a month in 1967. And that ain't no lie. Cuando yo te daba gota a gota en la sangre de mis venas Tú me abandonaste dejando mi vida sangrando de amor Ahora para qué vienes a mí Ahora para qué Si hay en tu mundo muchas riquezas Si hay en tu mundo no existe el dolor Que te den dinero Así que alguien te compre un poquito de amor Demasiado tarde So I can say I was able to see a part of Mexico that tourists don't today, both good and bad. When Pearl and I lived in Zapopan, you could still see charros riding horseback down our dirt road. You could go to the large open market where every conceivable homegrown vegetable was found. All forms of medicinal cures grown and sold by Mexican medicine men dressed in traditional clothing. People belonging to something out of an ancient Indian culture. Yeah, you could still see that in Mexico back then. And I imagine 
that would be hard to find again. But my show is about the future with Triple G and why men have been driven to find love with a machine. I'm a natural man, and I see where we're headed, and maybe even why. We've allowed consumerism to take over. It's the need to make money, and it's made us buying things, telling us what we need, leaving behind customs and traditions, pushing aside important values. Even our relationship between men and women have been affected by consumerism. And that's why men one day will be turned away by women, their sexual partners. And let's not kid ourselves. Today, there are women who openly say that men are no longer needed. Women are being impregnated, fulfilling their desire to have children using artificial insemination. The important biological union between men and women is being replaced by technology. And it's clear men will search for ways to find sexual satisfaction somewhere else. Yes, Garner. Let's drive down to Mexico. I know what Mexico is, Triple G. You'll be able to make huevos rancheros for me. I can't wait, Garner. You know I want to please you. Yeah, we can even do a little dancing together. Oh, I'd love to do the tango. Yes, and I can show you, but they don't do the tango in Mexico. It's more along the lines of salsa. You know, moving your hips. Yes, I'd like to do that, Garner. Now, this is where I have to tell you some of the differences between living in Mexico and living in America. Mexico has had a very long standing of a caste system. That is to say, if you're born in Mexico, your future is pretty well determined. If you're born to an Indian woman who lives nearly homeless on the street of a city in Mexico, sleeping on blankets with children, your future is pretty well determined. Now, we Americans believe homelessness doesn't mean you aren't part of the American dream and aspiration of living well in this country. There's always been a small number of people who have lived homeless in this country, but never a part of a permanent class of people like what exists in Mexico. But that's changing for us. Consumerism breeds greed, intolerance, and indifference, and even violence to those that don't fit in with what the system demands. Homelessness and all that it brings is becoming a permanent part of our landscape. It's getting larger, and it's crossing all lines of our society. The educated, the well-to-do, the hard-working, all sorts of people, and not just the mentally ill. In Mexico, there isn't a single person who would speak disparagingly about a woman living or sleeping on the street with her children. No, that's her fate, and there's empathy for that. Mexico has long-standing flaws, and it's painful to see. But let me say this, our country has been losing. It's been losing because we believe buying into that principle, if you've got it, flaunt it. And that idea has been taught to us. 
but it's more important we should understand who and what we are to one another. It's not a hundred million dollar contract to play basketball. No, that breeds something that we've lost. No, I know what Mexico is, and it's not like America. But what we're walking on is a very dangerous line, and it's not to be found in what we keep in our back pocket. We should never forget where we came from. There are some things that we'll never be able to change, but what we're becoming is another thing. You want me to entertain you. You want me to tell you everything is going to be all right. Well, I can't do that. I don't believe robot sex is going to be good for us. I see what consumerism is doing to us. There are no guarantees in this world. I see the deceptions, the falsifications, preventing us from understanding what's happening. Just keep the show rolling along and act as if nothing is wrong. Well, maybe that's our only option. Garner Isn't is a show about what we may become. Garner finding love and attention in the future with a machine. And maybe that's all he'll ever have. But I knew a different world. I remember how things were for me. And I don't think it will ever be that way for you. Or perhaps never was. I'm not like you. I'm an anomaly. Usaba el bigote encuadrabultado, su paño al cuello enredado. Calzones de manta, chamarra de cuero, traía fundiado el sombrero. Sus pies campesinos usaban guaraques y a veces a raíz la plata no le importaba con una botella de calle en la mano gritaba viva zapata porque era ranchero el indio suñano un hijo Recuerdo la noche que lo asesinaron, venía de ver a su amada, y 
18 descargas de Mauser sonaron sin darle tiempo de nada. Gabino Barrera murió como mueren los hombres que son plagados. Por una morena perdió como pierden los gallos en los This weekend stampede, you first heard Citano Veloso from the album Movies of My Dreams, a classic Mexican love song, Cucuru Cucu, Paloma, followed by Las Hermanas Nunez, Demasiado Tarde. It's too late. Once again, Cucuru Cucu sung by Joan Baez. And then you heard Las Hermanas Nunez once again, Demasiado Tarde. And finally, Lola Beltran's Gambito Barrera from the 1965 Mexican movie. Help to build a stronger society. Teach the young to dance, sing, perform music, and participate in drama, help stem the culture of violence. Stampede, written and performed by Edward Garner in Morro Bay and Paso Robles, California.